，享受工作，乐生活。就算不在办公室，也能从容应对线上会议。HP Dragonfly 透过专业的 HP Presence 设计，内建降噪及会议快速键，搭配清晰的 Ben and Offson 音效，增强音讯及视讯功能。HP Dragonfly 顶级商务笔电，采用 Windows 11专业版。让您在会议中享有最佳的视觉和听觉品质。The Ministry of National Defense says that as of 6 a.m. on Monday, the PLA has dispatched out a total of 70 air incursions and dispatched 11 vessels to areas near Taiwan. A total of 35 planes crossed the median line of the Taiwan Strait, and for the first time, one plane intruded into Taiwan's ADIZ from the east. Experts say it's likely that the plane took off and landed from a Chinese aircraft carrier. Amid China's military exercises near Taiwan, the Ministry of National Defense has published a photo of an indigenous defense fighter pilot. Look closely, and you'll see the patch on his sleeve depicts a Formosan black bear holding a Taiwan flag, punching the face of a Winnie the Pooh holding a Chinese flag. The message is clear as day and has given rise to much debate online. The Chinese drills entered the third day on Monday. The PLA Eastern Theater Command released a video showing a Xi'an H-6 bomber carrying out a missile launch exercise in the Taiwan Strait. According to the Ministry of National Defense, on Sunday and Monday, China dispatched all sorts of aircraft and vessels to areas near Taiwan. Some crossed the median line of the Taiwan Strait in the northwest and at its center, while others intruded into Taiwan's southwestern ADIZ. In addition, a Chinese plane intruded into Taiwan's ADIZ from the east for the first time. Experts say it may have taken off from China's Shandong aircraft carrier. 其实歼十五它是属于解放军的海军航空兵。那基本上它 The Shenyang J-15 is a model for the PLA's naval air force. It's unlikely that it took off from land, so it probably took off and landed from the Shandong aircraft carrier, which had previously crossed the first island chain. For them, it's a trial to see if they have the ability to do that while attacking all our air bases. Over in the south, in the Hongchun Peninsula, four anti-ship missile vehicles stand guard. Radar systems are on, and soldiers are on patrol in the vicinity. The Defense Ministry recently released a video showing the 21st Artillery Command operating an Avenger air defense system in an anti-air drill. It also features the Navy operating a drone to closely monitor Chinese vessels in the Taiwan Strait. There's also the Air Force's Air Defense Artillery Command operating a twin cannon and a Skyguard radar system to neutralize any approaching enemies. Government officials say the Minister of National Defense and the Chief of the General Staff are on the ground at the Joint Operations Command Center. Land-based anti-aircraft systems and sea-based teams are on high alert. Our principle is to not escalate tensions, not cause disputes, and to respond appropriately to the situation. Taiwan's military is ready to leap to action as China continues putting pressure on Taiwan. And if the patch on the IDF pilot's sleeve caught your attention too, here's more on it. The designer of the Formosan black bear punching Winnie the Pooh is Italian creator who has had enough of China's oppression. 
He says the design has been a hit with military personnel, and now a deluge of inquiries are coming in from the general public. Let's hear from him. This patch came about last year because China kept sending planes into our southwestern ADIZ. It was really tough on our armed forces, the Army, Navy, and Air Force. So I created this idea of a Formosan black bear with an ROC flag. After the patch was featured on the news, orders for it have poured in. It took me by surprise. I'd like to thank all the military officials and buyers who have supported me. This could be considered a form of soft power. It's a long-established part of culture for Air Force personnel to wear patches. And now even soldiers in the Army are being influenced by this. They get patches designed for them for special missions. It boosts morale and it's also great publicity. Some of the other designs available include a pilot smacking a panda inspired by Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the 2022 Academy Awards. Yet another is inspired by the Chinese balloon incidents earlier this year, where the balloon takes the shape of Winnie the Pooh. If you still haven't collected your 6,000 NT cash handouts from last year's tax surplus, now you can do so at more than 26,000 ATMs around Taiwan. The money can be picked up at cash machines from more than 15 financial institutions by inserting your ATM card and entering your personal information on a dedicated interface. Banks say they are stepping up their security and restocking protocols to ensure the machines don't run out of dough. The 6,000 NT cash handouts are now available at ATMs. All you need is your ATM card, your ID or ARC number, and your NHI card number. There are no processing fees, no matter your bank. Many headed to convenience stores to pick up their cash on Monday morning. It was quite fast, and I didn't have to wait. You enter the data and get the cash on the spot. So convenient. It's a very simple process. Insert your card, choose the dedicated menu on screen, enter your PIN code, ID number and NHI card number, and collect your 6,000 NT. If you're picking up the cash on behalf of children aged 12 and under, you can just enter their NHI card number. ATM pickups are so convenient because it's available everywhere all day long. It just takes one minute to get your cash. With a high level of withdrawals expected, banks are treating the rollout as if it were the Lunar New Year rush for cash. Security levels and restock schedules have been adjusted to be on par with the Lunar New Year. The machines will be restocked twice as frequently. We have also increased the security to the highest level, as in the Lunar New Year. ATM pickups will be available until October 31st. The legislative yen on Monday passed the bill to upgrade the Council of Agriculture into a ministry. The current head of the council, Chen Jizong, on Monday thanked lawmakers for the move. Chen has been pushing for the upgrade since he was just a student advocating for agricultural reform in a series of protests in 1988. Let's hear from him now. I am so excited. Just like everyone else, we have been insisting on this for 35 years. So I would like to thank you all on behalf of all the farmers and fishers in Taiwan. Moving forward, we won't just take care of farmers and fishers, but also matters related to food security. 
Really, this is a momentous occasion that we are all part of. It is truly an honor. Chen thanked the Thai administration for its reforms for Taiwan's agricultural sector. They include medical insurance for workers in the industry, disaster insurance programs, and pension schemes. Chen says that as a ministry, agricultural officials will focus on increasing income for farmers and fishers, improve living conditions in rural areas, and make the industry more sustainable. Restaurants are now adopting cost-cutting measures to counter the impact of rising electricity prices. The average increase in electricity rates this April is 11 percent. And that includes power for businesses that use a large amount of electricity. So you might spot changes in restaurants across the country as they struggle to reduce their power bill. From turning off street signs and air conditioning to throwing out the ice maker, here are some ways eateries are making each cent count. A steaming hot Thai lemon fish dish is served. A fresh feast like this takes a lot to prepare. Power is gobbled up by the big fridge, ice machine, air conditioning, the lights in the hall, and the signs on the street. The price of electricity went up in April, and saving money is the name of the game for a business like this, which uses more than 1,500 kilowatt hours a month. Step one is the street sign lamp. It used to be on 24-7. Now it's only on from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. And there are power guzzlers inside as well. The restaurant maintains hygiene standards while putting food in as small a fridge space as possible. They can turn one extra fridge off. They buy ice instead of using the ice maker. And diners are gathered into one area so that one of these air conditioning machines can be turned off. We have three air conditioners currently. When we welcome guests, we bring them into one area. We just turn one AC on. We don't need to turn them all on. We predict it will save us at least 1,000 to 2,000 NT. If there's pressure, of course we have the other space, but we do what we can. Meanwhile, at this breakfast diner, the air conditioning is only on from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. The power bill is already more than 8,000 NT here, and the owners think it will soar to over 13,000 in summer. But there are plenty of ways to save electricity. This fan at the door helps save on AC. They've applied for variable power rates, which means that power is billed at different rates at peak, off-peak, and super off-peak times of day. When I'm about to go home, I make sure to turn off the power switch at the front. In the morning when I come in, I don't turn on the street sign lamp until after I've opened up. Summer is nearly here, and businesses are getting into new routines to prepare. Power rates are jumping up by 3 or 5 percent at a time this year, which makes saving energy vital to keeping business profitable. Reports have emerged that a supplier of TSMC has been asked about its quotes on shipments to Germany. That and the recent German delegations to Taiwan are refueling discussion that TSMC is preparing to open the plant in the European country. TSMC has remained tight-lipped on the matter, but industry experts are weighing in on the pros and cons of a German fab. Let's hear what they have to say. After a supplier recently revealed that they were asked to provide preliminary quotations for shipments to Germany, discussion has re-emerged on TSMC's opening a plant in the country. When questioned, TSMC responded that that information cannot currently be disclosed. Back in January, however, 
TSMC stated that plans for a European plant were being assessed. The possibility of TSMC setting up a plant in Germany continues to increase. The overall automotive semiconductor market in the EU still has considerable potential for growth in the future. Although there is a market for chips in Europe, costs are much higher than in Taiwan, not to mention the issues of talent shortage and differing work culture that TSMC is already facing in the U.S. In terms of electricity and gas prices, Europe is still much more expensive than Taiwan, and there will be a shortage of semiconductor industry talent. There is also a tendency for Europe to be more assertive when it comes to things such as labor unions. It's mainly the people and the work culture in the country. Uh, in chips, though, we, we run continuously. We run 24 hours. It was reported that TSMC and the German state of Saxony have been in talks and that delegations have been sent to Taiwan. As for the European Chips Act, the parliament is expected to reach a consensus on April 18th, and further details from TSMC are expected at their next investor conference on the 20th. The hospitality industry is facing a labor shortage with no end in sight. Even the most luxurious five-star hotels struggle to attract staff. That's led one hotel chain to focus on alternative sources of labor, smart technology and interns. As we'll see, many of the hotel's manual labor duties have been given to robots and student interns are picking up the slack in a huge variety of roles. But what would attract a university student to intern in such a notoriously stressful industry? We spoke to one student to find out. You can check into the hotel in just three minutes with a few taps on a screen. Enter your commands into this robot, then place the water bottle and towel inside. It will automatically take the elevator to deliver the items to a guest room. This hotel chain has a new smart system that makes up for half of the labor shortage in the company. We have added 46 hotels in total, 10 of which have introduced robots. We expect to bring robots in to 30 more hotels in the second half of the year. Increasing automation means humans are no longer needed to deliver meals or open curtains in guest rooms. But for departments that can't use robots, there's an army of student interns picking up the slack. There's a knack to carrying the tea and even pouring water. The head waitress models service etiquette for interns until they can handle it alone. Student interns can provide guests with personal, customized service or assist in mundane tasks like assembling Lunar New Year gift boxes or orders for bento. They used to be considered the equivalent of half an employee. Now, interns are expected to pick up the labor of a normal full-time worker. They give us interns quite a transparent promotion system. The reason I chose to come here is it has a lot of sister hotels abroad. The classmates near me tend to think that the hospitality industry is quite hard work. And I think what they mind especially is the hourly wage. But I think if I have a good platform on which to develop, then I can take it slowly at first. This international five-star hotel was the top choice for this intern. She's hoping that it will give her a head start after graduation. 
Meanwhile, such a collaboration with a university is a win-win for the hotel. We provide many classes to enable students to be immediately ready for the industry. To be specific, classes on communication skills and English language classes. With Taiwan's society aging rapidly, the hospitality industry is facing a labor shortage with no end in sight. This hotel is trying to find solutions through automation and increasing its internship program by 20%. They are also looking to hire more migrant workers from Southeast Asia and maintain high standards of service. The advent of AI has revolutionized many industries, not the least visual art. Today, we, look, we take a look at how AI is changing animation. Images generated by algorithms can be used to make animation quick and efficient. But it also put animators out of work. We spoke to anime director Liu Yushu as well as university students hoping to join the industry to find out how AI impacts their work. Enter the keywords, themes, adjectives, and parameters, and in less than a minute, this AI program designs you for images. Choose the one that best fits your needs, choose elements you like, apply effects and adjustments, and your final image is complete. This AI drawing tool mid-journey saves time and energy for animators, but it's also raising the specter of job insecurity. Students who haven't graduated yet may feel threatened, but for animators in our company and in anime studios, it's an excellent tool. It helps us produce material and bring things together more efficiently. Many businesses are embracing new technology like this in the name of efficiency, but many games manufacturers are using AI to directly replace human designers, which worries some games animators. In terms of global trends, I guess it's 3D integrated with 2D, puppet animation, or adding in mixed media. So some companies are starting to transition, which is why some people might be laid off. If you just have that one skill, then naturally you will be afraid of getting replaced by AI. If you can do other things, like turning 2D animation 3D or editing, then you won't be so worried about it. Because, after all, in the end, animation will become a supplement. For these animation students, the onset of AI animation could be both an opportunity and a threat. They want to develop as many diverse skills as they can to stay competitive in this changing industry. The mountains of Nanto County are prone to landslides, which leave large swaths of land completely barren. Since the areas of the collapses are very hard to reach, the Forestry Bureau has turned to technology to reforest affected areas. Using drones, conservationists spread seeds all over the mountainside just in time for spring. The seeds include Formosan elder and Roxburg sumac. In the latest trial on Monday, the seeds were spread over an area of about two hectares. Conservationists say one big challenge is calculating wind speeds in order to cover the right spots. If trials are successful, drones will be another important tool in the arsenal to keep Taiwan's mountains green. 
Competitive cup stacking is a little-known sport, but has over 600,000 players around the world. Even more impressive is that Taiwan is home to several record-breaking young athletes who traveled to Singapore last weekend to participate in the World Sports Stacking Championships. This year, Team Taiwan took home dozens of medals, showing that practice really does make perfect. Let's see them in action. Watch as this young competitor picks up the cups, stacks them, and returns them to their original place in just 1.837 seconds, setting a new world record. Duos can also compete, each acting as one hand. A tiny mistake won't bring these two down as they go for another attempt. Another record breaker. The next competitor is even more impressive stacking her cups into a tower with lightning speed and perfect fluidity. <laughs> Team Taiwan showed its prowess at the World Sports Stacking Championships. These young cup stackers swept a total of 24 golds, 28 silvers, and 20 bronzes, and set four new records. Stacking times are calculated to three decimal places. Cup stacking is an exciting sport that requires fast speed and movement with over 630,000 competing players worldwide. The World Sports Stacking Championships is the highest level competition in the sport. After three years on hold due to the pandemic, the in-person championships were back, attracting 370 of the best players from all over the world. This year, Taiwan sent 30 athletes to compete and 29 of them advanced to the finals. This is the first time in the three years since the pandemic that our athletes have been able to compete abroad. I think their performance was exceptional. In these three years, they've gained a lot of experience. Team Taiwan's athletes truly swept away the competition with their impressive cup stacking skills.